0: Designed by Wingnut Social is brought to you by Wingnut Social, the leading interior design and home pro digital marketing agency. We know it works, so you don't have to. Learn more at wingnutsocial.com. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your design
1: business? Then welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social, helping home professionals accelerate their success with proven industry practices and expert advice.
2: Hey, kids, and welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social. I am your host, interior decorator, Darla Jethro-Powell, and welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social, an interior design business podcast just for you guys, B2B. If you're in the business, you have your own interior design firm, architect firm, you're a to-the-trade manufacturer, this is the show for you to help you run your business, and we are also a digital marketing agency for those same peeps. Right there, we help you show up on social so your ideal clients can see you, find you, pick up the phone, hire you, wire you huge sums of money (laughs) at wingnutsocial.com. Today's show, we're talking about something that's super important for us in the way of health mindset and staying alive and well in a way that we can show up for our families our loved ones our pets our parole officers and we can run a healthy business right because once you break down if you're the the principal if you're the visionary you're the ceo you're the grand high poobah muckety-muck of your business and you break down what happens right everything kind of crumbles if mom ain't happy ain't nobody happy right Well, today's guest, Tiffany Cagwin, is a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. So she's going to give us some tips and hints and tips and tricks (laughs) and some things to start with in order to take those steps to become a happier, healthier business owner. Because if you're anything like me, those candles are burning uh, from four ends right? Not even two ends, four ends, a lot of anxiety, a lot of cortisol, a lot of fight or flight. And we talk about all of that and some steps we can take to help mitigate that just to start off with nothing too overwhelming, although it can be, but she has some terrific tips, but here we go. Tiffany is a certified functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, board certified holistic health practitioner, and yoga teacher. She's an experienced executive leader, and transformational coach who has a passion for helping others thrive by guiding them to shift their mindset, take action towards goals, and embrace self-care. An explorer at heart with a never-ending curiosity for learning new things, she is constantly expanding her education and training. And ladies and germs, she has a really super interesting story and how she's helped to heal her body and how you can start to heal your own. If nothing else, lower your stress and start that journey towards a more well, healthy, hail and whole human being. (laughs) That's a lot, but uh, she delivers. Wingnuts help me in welcoming Tiffany Cagwin to the show. Hey there, Tiffany Cagwin. How the hell are you? Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Oh, I'm really great. Thanks. Uh, happy to be here and excited to talk to you.
2: <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you as well. And just in the green room, we were discussing the run of the show, and I admitted accidentally that I'm drinking a diet coke, <laughs> 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 and I'm a little embarrassed right now because you're actually a a health coach, a health and wellness, holistic yoga teacher, all that kind of good stuff that in my mind's eye I aspire to do. But here I sit drinking diet cokes and have the occasional Debbie.
1: Cake. <laughs> hey, everyone's just doing the best they can with what's in front of them at any given time. And, and what I said to you was no judgment. There is no judgment.
2: Uh, you know what? And I do appreciate that, that, that wholeheartedly. So uh, Tiffany, before we dive in, today's show is about wellness and keeping yourself well, right? And, and And taking care of yourself and your body and that whole journey in holistic health so you can take care of the business. So you're not getting burned out and overwhelmed. And I'm sure you're going to put that way more eloquently than I just did. And I think this comes at a terrific time because I'm seeing a lot of burnout, a lot of fatigue, a lot of, especially after COVID, right? A lot of business owners just stressed out with the environment, (laughs) with the news, with Mm -hmm. the economy, just all kinds of stuff is going on. So I'm really excited to dig in, but just tell me a little bit about your background what makes you an expert in this space and we'll get going.
1: Yeah, so just high level quick summary. Um I've been dealing with health issues from an early age. I was diagnosed with Crohn's and autoimmune oh. disease when I was 17. Mm-hmm. And that sent me on a journey. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I at the time in the 90s as a 17-year-old just had to listen to doctors and do what I had to and ended up on a whole hamster wheel of medications and flares and hospitalizations and just trying to get through. Over the years, I started to explore and I became really curious about other alternative, either supplemental changes that I could make, not necessarily at the time getting rid of medication, but could I do things to help myself feel better? um, to hopefully mitigate any risk of having to have surgery at some point, which they were telling me was inevitable. Mm. So I just started really exploring different diets. Um, this is where yoga came into the picture and really helped me understand the stress piece and the impact of stress on our bodies. Um, so that was kind of like the journey. Um, what ended up happening is that I did find remission for about 10 years, Wow. It was active. You know, they can see mm-hmm. when these things are in remission versus clinically not there, you know, there's a difference. And mine was there, but in remission and I was doing well. So I actually came off of meds, um, in 2015 and was doing really well for a few years, uh, but not taking care of myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I was running a large business, yoga mm-hmm. studios that had grown quite big few locations, a big staff, and I was taking care of everybody else and not myself. And then the train eventually came off the tracks. So yeah, yeah, in 2019, I had a big, big flare up that came very suddenly. Uh, I was on an airplane on the way to Costa Rica to lead a yoga retreat and had to turn around and go (laughs) back to Syracuse where I lived and go in the hospital.
2: Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, that was a huge wake up call. Huge wake-up call that this could not continue. And I knew there were solutions. You know, things had come so far from, you know, the 20 years prior when I had gotten diagnosed. I knew about functional medicine. I knew a lot about holistic health. Uh, It was just time to dig deeper and understand it and apply it. And I did. And at that point I'd actually had a few more autoimmune diagnoses come up. I had five total. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No big deal. Just a few extra uh, piled on. Um nice odd number. Yeah, and I reversed them all. Holy cow, you don't say. For real. Yeah, for real. And and difference I mentioned that they can tell the difference between remission and then clinically gone, and mine are just clinically gone, as if there's never, they've never been there. So at that point I decided, um, I was working, you know, as a corporate head of people and doing some pretty like intense work, you know, my job was pretty demanding, but I was very passionate about this and needed to help others because I saw, you know, this is what we're going to talk about. The chronic fatigue, the energy shortage, people just not feeling their best. And this has become the norm
2: When you were running your business, you you had gotten off your meds. You were kind of in remission, but running the business and the overwhelm of that, just the stress of that, was too much on your body, and you had that relapse. Yeah, and were put into the hospital. So that's a huge thing, right? That's the a, a large scale, like worst case scenario kind of thing. We're close to worst case scenario. So I think that as business owners, and we have a lot of women in the audience and business owners, but men too, that we're kind of doing that every day, like little by little, and those mm-hmm. stresses are piling up. And so many things with regards to stress and diet, and are we exercising? Are we doing yoga? Are we eating Debbie cakes and Diet Cokes? Or are we <laughs> eating vegetables, fruits and vegetables? Just pile up and you get to the point to where you have that crisis. And if If you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of the business. So let's start by by diving in to see where do we even begin to start taking steps to have that work life, you know, health balance, still have a successful business, still be driven Right. But in a healthy way to where you're not finding yourself in hospital or having Delta turn their flight around, Right, right, (laughs) which which just happened in the news. This wasn't you. I know that was a few years ago, (laughs) but they had to turn their flight around because someone on the plane was having, you know, stomach issues, Um, which is what I thought about, which isn't funny, but also is what I thought about when you mentioned that. The actual
1: starting place is paying attention and listening to those signs. I mean, I look back and it's like, I say that it happened suddenly on that plane, but it didn't. It didn't. You know, there were signs, there were symptoms. I was really fatigued. I was feeling really burnt out no matter what I did. And I was reaching for caffeine and quick fixes and, you know, carbohydrates and sugars and things to keep me going. There were signs and symptoms. My sleep was terrible. Um, You know, I felt like my nervous system was on the fringe all the time. So I think step one is actually being honest about that and paying attention and not ignoring symptoms and saying like, it's fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I will rest. When I get to this point, I will rest when things are this way with my business. Um, because as you said, you don't want that crash to happen. It's the symptoms are the body trying to get your attention and the quicker you will listen to them, the quicker you will turn it around. And then I think a good starting place is looking at, and this is what I always encourage people to do because as you said, Um, I'm never, I'm certainly never going to encourage anybody not to like go for their goals, be productive, like really, you know, charge forward with their business. I think you can have it both ways, but you do have to prioritize yourself. And what I encourage my clients to do is to start with, um, small things that are going to make a huge impact. You can't change everything all at once, but you can make small changes that are going to have a big impact. And the best way to do that is to look at existing space or existing rituals that you may already have in place that you're not even thinking about as like potentially self-care space like i walking the dog um maybe a commute to work or um honestly your shower what a great opportunity where nobody's bothering you <laughs> And you could do do some deep (laughs) breathing. Yeah. That would be creepy if they are. Hopefully they're not.
2: (laughs) Unless you want them to. And that's that's another podcast. That's
1: a whole different thing. (laughs) That is a whole different thing. Um, But you could use that opportunity to do these little things that calm your nervous system down. And that's really what it's about. It's like we are built and intended to handle stress. We Mm -hmm. are resilient beings. It's what our body's intended to do stress is good. Stress propels you forward. It's not a bad thing all the time. What happens is you get stuck in that fight or flight constantly. You're constantly bombarded. There is no break. There's no rest. And so if you can take these little micro opportunities to, uh, take some deep
2: breaths. I am. A person with a lot of anxiety. I've always had it. I was a cop for eighteen years. I have PTSD from sh- shootings, being a cop, and but before then, I was always kind of wired high. And in the business, re- owning your own business, I have a lot of fighter flights. <laughs> I see a lot of anxiety and a lot of adrenaline coming with just good things, bad things, you know, that that happen in the day to day of running any business. And I've been trying to talk to myself and saying and. Owning the anxiety and saying, I appreciate it for what it is, because back in the day, it used to save our lives, right? There's a saber-toothed tiger coming and isolate it and say, thank you for trying to save me, but I'm good. We got it. And that seems to help. So what is that a decent technique or what are some solutions to address that? And how can we... It's so uncomfortable. Is, are there ways yeah. to keep that even just from hitting us and and having to talk to ourselves like crazy people? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you do what you have to do to get by. So I love that strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an impactful strategy to just recognize it and say, like, you are not me.
0: This mm-hmm. fear, this
1: anxiety, that's not me. I'm seeing it for what it is. Thanks for trying to save me. But I got this. Like, we're yeah. good. Yeah, I think over time. So some of these things that I'm saying where if you can give yourself enough spaces throughout the day to remove yourself from that stimulus, even if it's five minutes, five, 10 minutes, the most powerful thing you could do is go outside, get in the sun, get mm. some fresh air. Truly. I tell people it does yeah. not, you don't, it, an hour's great. Five minutes is great. You know, stepping away from the computer, just removing the stimulus will help um, journaling, of course, helps a lot. Just sometimes getting it out of your head and onto yeah. paper, and then you can do your like crazy chatter <laughs> on your paper, <laughs> and then you see that, and you're like, "Wow, okay, that is my monkey brain <laughs> my going crazy." Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, ultimately, though, what I will say is that this is the amazing thing about starting to heal the physiology of your body mm-hmm. and taking care of your biology. What's interesting with that is once you've calmed down the inflammatory cycle, which is really what a lot of us are in, it's just chronic inflammation. Once you've gotten that to quiet down, what's remarkable is uh, you tend to notice less times of that sort of anxiety rising. You're less reactive um, you're just operating from a much calmer place because the inflammation doesn't, you know, people think about, we hear leaky gut, we hear these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not stopping there. Of course, it's inflaming your brain. If there's inflammation, it's everywhere. Yeah. And an inflamed brain is going to, I mean, that sounds dramatic. I'm not saying everybody's walking around with inflamed brains. <laughs> inflaming but, the
2: membrane. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, but there is a level of like calming the system down actually then impacts Mm -hmm. how often that happens. So doing some things to just start taking care of yourself with nourishment, um, connection with nature, getting the right inputs for that energy crisis. Um, you'd be amazed. You'd be amazed at how uh, much that just kind of calms down the reaction to things.
2: I love that you said that because I do that. I'll step away from my, you can see my studio here is in my home office and I'll step outside, sit on the porch for a while, have lunch out in the sun and, you know, look at the hummingbirds and the butterflies. So, and that does help a lot. So Tiffany, when I, um, as we're having this conversation, I'm thinking that there are a few different approaches. So I want to ask you about the importance of each and in your personal experience, because you, I don't want to gloss over the fact that you cured yourself of five you know inflammatory <laughs> situations there but there's spiritual which i equate mm-hmm. to having a higher faith or meditation or or that kind of a thing there's the yoga which is physical exercise right and then nutrition right which yes. is um Supplements, eating right. I don't. I don't even know, you know what what to consider that because I'm not a nutritionist. I know it's not Debbie Cakes and Diet Coke. So, (laughs) how important are each of those things? Are they? Are they all equally as important? And which to which do you attribute you coming through? You know, all those inflammatory situations. Oh, I love this question. What a good question. (laughs) Um, They are all equally important,
1: and that's why I love that you asked that because especially in my field, what Mm -hmm. I see the focus is on primarily is just the physical. And it's important. Of course, nutrition is important. Um, Movement is important. It's only going to get you so far though. And what happens is people feel good for a while and then they end up right back in the same loop back to square one. And then that frustrates people because they're like, I'd committed to this diet. I take my supplements. Why do I still feel this way? Well, as you have just pointed out, they're not addressing the other layers. And just like within the body, we can't separate the brain from the gut from, you know, it's, it's not, they're not independent. Also the emotional, the spiritual, these layers are impacting us. And there's so much science around this now, Mm -hmm. you know, that literally there's a book called the body keeps the score. And it's about emotional issues we've had in life traumas, you know, big T traumas, little T traumas, um, these things cellularly impact our body. So if you're not addressing emotional turmoil or maybe things that you're not, you haven't like acknowledged or worked through in different ways. If you have a disconnect from any sort of spiritual life or practice, you're not going to feel, you may not feel a purpose and that eats at you. And so that stuff, you know, thoughts, Thoughts impact our biology way more than people want to acknowledge.
2: I have a, but let me interrupt you real quick here. Keep your thought. Don't let me throw you off your thought, but I have a story about that because I, I was a cop before I did interior design, before I did the, this podcast in the, the agency. And the, there's a funny story about your body keeping a score and I'll make this quick. I was in a shooting in 2004 and I was like super caught. Seriously, I was young, jumping fences, chasing people. It was a totally good shoot. And I was very like, it's just my job. Yeah. You know, it's fine. You know, and I went back to work a week later. No issues in my head. And my conscious person, I was like, I'm back to work. I'm good as gold, you know, no problem. And I went to do my first traffic stop and my I started shaking mm. my body. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, I was talking to my body. What is this crap? You know, and it was like my body had a different... Idea, yes, <laughs> of what it wanted for its safety, than my conscious mind did, and it was it was so shocking and so surprising that I was having that response, and mm-hmm. even now telling you, I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hyped up, just kind of reliving it. Of course, you know it's many, twenty, almost twenty years later, but. Uh, it, it, that's that's so true that yeah. you just, it doesn't even matter. Consciously, you can say, oh, I'm good and blah, blah, blah. But there's just something intrinsic, internal, visceral yeah. that is really trying to protect the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm... to your detriment. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> so... I got goosebumps when you were telling that story. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. is a perfect illustration, right? It's just yeah. that like these traumas, these experiences, they're held in our biology and it is not coming from the conscious mind. So you're not going to just tell yourself differently. The unconscious mind is 90% of what's happening. You know, 10% is the conscious mind. The unconscious mind is running the show. And until you've done work, which there's a lot of ways to do it, but you, you know, can move through it, move past it, get this stuff out, acknowledge it. Um, it will come up in those ways. And that's what happens sometimes with physical health. When we have, you know, I look back at, like I said, that crash that I had in Mm -hmm. 2019 there were some physical symptoms. The other thing that I can see that was happening was spiritual and emotional for sure. Yeah, yeah. And my body, you know, then it only takes one little thing to push it over the edge. And this is what happens. We see in people, there's all these stories where people like they're perfectly healthy. And then there's some sort of trauma, like a death in the family or a car accident or something that, and then all of a sudden the body like implodes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these things, right, are being stored cellular and it could come from some childhood experience and that's just the imprint. It could be something that happened as an adult is, you know, we carry these things. And so, you know, your question to me was which of these things really helped me heal? And my answer is all of them. You know, I focused initially on the nourishment and the nutrition because that'll give you, that'll make you feel better faster. Like it, it does work really quickly. And then what happens is you have the energy, the clarity, the desire to continue the work. And then you can dig because that stuff dealing with (laughs) these things we're talking about, talk about discomfort. That is not fun. It's not pleasant sometimes to address these patterns that we have and why, you know, I'll, I'll share really vulnerably with you. One of the things that I've realized on this topic Sure. I've looked at my life since 17. You know, at 17, when I was diagnosed with autoimmune, I was going through a very traumatic point of life. Um, my parents had been divorced, you know, since I was really little. And um, I decided at 17 to go back to Ohio. I was living in New Mexico at the time with my mom. And I decided to go back to Ohio to live with my dad. And it created a lot of um, hard, situation between my mom and my dad. And it was just, there was a lot of stress. No surprise that this is when my autoimmune triggered. And then I can fast forward. And it's like, when I got really honest about this, what I saw as a pattern was that I would push myself and push myself. I'm very type a, I'm very driven and I would push and push and push and push and push. And then, um, it's like, I didn't feel like I had permission to rest. And so all of a sudden I'd have some sort of flare and I had to acknowledge that there was an emotional piece to that. Like, I didn't think I deserved rest until I was so sick that I had to be in the hospital and people had to take care of me.
2: Oh, wow. You know,
1: I didn't think I deserved to be taken care of because I had to take care of everybody else, but, Uh oh, here we go. Tiff's in the hospital. Now she can take a break.
0: Are you an interior designer looking to expand your reach and attract more clients? Well, we've got just the solution for you. Wingnut Social is the leading social media marketing agency designed exclusively for interior designers. Picture this, your stunning designs showcased to a vast online audience, generating buzz and capturing the attention of potential clients. With Wingnut Social, you can transform your social media presence into a powerful marketing tool. Wingnut Social understands the unique challenges faced by interior designers when it comes to social media marketing. That's why they've created a comprehensive strategy tailored specifically to your needs. With Wingnut Social, you'll have access to expertly crafted content strategies, custom-tailored for the interior design industry. Say goodbye to those days of staring blankly at your screen, wondering what to post next. Wingnut Social takes care of that for you, ensuring your posts are engaging, relevant, and captivating. But it doesn't stop there. Wingnut Social also provides in-depth analytics, allowing you to track the performance of your social media campaigns. Discover which posts are resonating with your audience, identify new trends, and make data-driven decisions to maximize your marketing efforts. And the best part? Wingnut Social offers personalized coaching and support. Our team of social media experts will guide you every step of the way, sharing insider tips and tricks to elevate your brand and increase your online visibility. So why wait? Take your interior design business to new heights with Wingnut Social. Visit wingnutsocial.com today to learn more. Wingnut Social, where stunning designs meet social media success.
2: Isn't that funny? Yeah. I, I'm sure that resonates with a lot of people out there in the audience. And you're right. that it wasn't. Um, it's no coincidence, right, that that stress did cause those flare ups. And before, when you said you started with nutrition, I wanted to say that's the low hanging fruit, pun yes. intended. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So, it is hard. It's hard to meditate. You think it's like an easy thing, but when you meditate, things come up and things that you have to like face when it's so much easier to scroll social media and face the noise, mm-hmm. but it is, it is so worth it getting to the other side and I'm digressing a bit, but okay, let's say we're out there in the audience and we're, we're feeling all of this. We're resonating with some of these stories and, but it's, it's overwhelming, right? There's yeah. nutrition, there's yoga, there's walking, there's going out into nature, there's meditating, there's all kinds of things. And, um, I'm, I'm I'm feeling overwhelmed at this. So let's just say you own a marketing agency and you're a podcaster and you want to start somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Where do we start? Like practically, is it, is it the nutrition? Is it just putting down the Diet Coke for a glass of water instead? And then one day at a time? It could be. I think
1: Mm. I'm a big believer in in baby steps because little sustainable steps that you're going to stick with as long Mm -hmm. as you keep moving in the right direction over time, that's going to make an impact. So maybe that is what it is for you. I'll tell you my go-to though. If I, if people ask me all, I, I need to make a big change. I'm not sure I'm ready to like totally dive in and change everything about what I eat. What do I do? And I tell them change tiny, just change a tiny bit of your morning and a tiny bit of your night because Mm -hmm. your morning and evening are going to set you up to be able to rest and repair Mm -hmm. And that's actually what you need the most. Your body can maybe handle some of the assault of Diet Cokes and Debbie cakes for a while (laughs) if, if you're (laughs) sleeping properly and giving it the right inputs. And what I mean by that is this is the piece and, and nobody's talking about this. And this is the part I want everybody to understand. There are only... A few ways that our body can, if you think about like, even just think about your iPhone, you know, things happen during the day, it gets drained and drained and drained and drained, right? You have to plug the battery. You have to plug it in. You have to charge the battery. We have to do that with our body. The only ways to charge the battery and no, it's not Diet Coke. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Bad news. (laughs) Uh, The only ways to charge the battery are the following one whole food that actually has electrons that has been Mm -hmm. charged by the earth and nature. So it just has to be a whole food. That's gonna give you a charge. And then the sun, Mm -hmm. natural source of water, and grounding, either touching your feet to the earth, touching your hands to a tree, to a plant, those are the only ways we're mammals. We can't, I know we love to live these modern lives and we're like, no, no, we're basically robots. There's AI. We can, we can transcend nature. And it's like, and our biology's like, nope, that is not true. So getting the right inputs. So what I mean by morning and night is the simple one little change of stepping outside in the morning and viewing the sunrise with your naked eye. Like no No. glasses, no sunglasses, no contacts, be safe. Don't go far if you can't see, but go (laughs) sit somewhere safely. You don't actually have to see the sun rising. Like I can't see the sunrise from where I live, but I face East and I see the light, you Mm -hmm. know? So even if it's cloudy, even if it's overcast or rainy, get outside five minutes minimum, see the sunrise that sets your rhythm for the day, your hormones. It sets you up for the right cycle so that you can handle the stressors of the day. When you look at your phone first, what it does is it shoots up cortisol and cortisol is the stress hormone and it's, Guilty. A, yeah, it's yeah. appropriate in the middle of the day or like mm-hmm. late morning is when that starts, you know? Yeah. Um, but if you give yourself that little change, it's tiny, mm-hmm. it's tiny. Give yourself the change where you see sunlight before your blue light. That Don't look start. at the
2: phone. Look no. at the sky first. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. You know, that's not the first time I've, i I listened to Alex Huberman's podcast mm-hmm. I, do you, are you familiar with that? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he, he had mentioned something like that too. I haven't put it in practice yet, but I, I was up at 4.30 this morning looking at my phone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if
2: looking you can- Looking at emails. If yeah. you
1: can, here's one trick. I'll give you a little biohack because sometimes it is what it is and you have to look at your phone.
2: Yeah. This
1: is very uninteresting, but you can get the job done. If you turn your screen red and you can do a little shortcut where you can program your phone with three clicks of the side buttons and it'll turn it red. If you turn it red, you've eliminated the blue light and I'll send you a link of how to do it. It's the easiest thing. So what I do is at night, once I hit sunset or a little after I turn the phone red and then I leave it red until morning till, you know, maybe like 9am or something when I know the sun spectrum now is got blue light and it's an appropriate time. You'll be able to get stuff done on there. It's very boring. <laughs> so, probably for you, a creative, artistic person, you need to see things like you're going to be like, this is driving me crazy. You'll get used to it. You'll be able to get things done, but you'll be protecting yourself from the blue light.
2: I love that. Is that why they have red lights on submarines? Like, when <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know that's possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, you see all the submarine movies and they're, yeah, yeah. you know, they're going at it and they have the, the red lights on there. <laughs> yes. That's a, that's, that's a really good idea. I do have, um, I'm not wearing them right now, but my computer glasses are blue light blockers. Awesome. Um yeah. I can't find them because yeah. we're doing a kitchen remodel and everything's everywhere. So that is, <laughs> that's okay. So yeah, little things. So in the morning, I do drink a glass of water, but I also have coffee. I'm not giving up my coffee, but no. I, I can see doing little steps for Diet Coke. Yeah. Um, and, I, and when I'm in the shower, I do stretching. So taking awesome. more of those moments and maybe not poo-pooing them, you yeah. know, giving myself a little more credit for doing them. One of the things that really impacted me, and maybe some some people in the audience can relate, is a couple of years ago, menopause really kicked in, right? And I found since that started with the stress of a move and a divorce and everything, that the inflammation and the fatigue and everything went crazy. So is there anything that is more like a ballistic measure <laughs> 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 than the small stuff? What would be like a next step? We've done some of the small steps so now yeah. we want to do something big, like one of the biggest impacts. What would yeah. you say?
1: Yeah. So big impact. I mean, if you mm-hmm. really want to go for it, yeah. then what is ideal is to work with a practitioner and get some functional labs done because mm-hmm. it's really you really can make huge impact and big change when you know what you're working with. And so some of the labs that I do, um, that are, you won't find, you know, in traditional medicine is a full gut panel and you can look at everything that's going on in the gut and you'll see so many things that you then can focus on healing. Um, and then one of the really impactful tests I do is called a hair tissue mineral analysis. And, um, it's amazing what you see, because if you think about, and I'm talking about, this is big impact. If you're mineral imbalanced, then nothing's going to go right. Your cells, your mitochondria, they're using minerals to run all the function, all the processes. Most people who especially are stuck in adrenal fatigue, burnout, exhaustion, all these things, um, their minerals are really out of whack really out of whack. And just simply bringing the minerals back into balance will change your life. So that's where you go big. You get some testing done. You look at what your particular blueprint should be because it's not the same for everybody. And that's, you know, that's how I work with people is I'm, I'm like a detective. I'm looking for clues in their lifestyle. I'm looking for clues, you know, from their history. And then we're coming up with like a really specific roadmap of like, how do you specifically move forward healing these things? And you can make a, you can make a lot of impact really fast if you decide to go big like that.
2: Yeah. I'm going to, I might take you up on that. I might, reach out to you and do something like that. Because I feel sometimes I feel like I'm spinning my wheel, like I take two steps forward, three steps back with my health and my stress. And it really is. It's mostly since the menopause started. And I can't do HRT. Here I am telling you, nobody cares about you. (laughs) But I can't because I have a factor five Leiden, which is a blood clotting thing. So it's like... uh, yeah, from all angles, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you could
1: do a lot. You could do mm-hmm. so much with just the minerals, with nutrition changes, some key lifestyle changes, and you wouldn't need the HRT.
2: Yeah, that'd be great. All yeah. right, uh, you yeah. know what? I'm. I think I am going to reach out to you, all right, Tiffany, So be on the lookout for that. Okay. And speaking of, is there anything that I've forgotten to ask you on the subject? Do you think the listeners need to um, hear? Do you think that would help? Um, because you know, you know, more than I do. I don't. I'm not even exactly sure what to ask you, and then we'll get into the water wing around.
1: Yeah, I. You know, the one thing I would just say is that. I want people listening because I know this happens. People are like, well, that's nice. That worked for her, but my genetics, this, or, you know, there's this reason that this is, you know, they just kind of accept a narrative. Well, my doctor said that this is the thing that I'm always going to have to deal with. And we, we accept those as truth. So I think the most important thing when it comes to this topic, the thing I want everybody to know is that, um, you are your own best advocate You have to be empowered these days to take charge of your health and healing is completely possible. The body is brilliantly designed. It wants to heal. If you give it the right conditions, it'll do it. It just takes commitment and time. And if you've got the patience and you're committed to it, there's nothing you can't do. And so, and then when you feel better, then you can like keep taking over the world, do all the things, (laughs) you know, that's what I want people to do. I don't want people to like, not be able to hit their goals or, do the things mm-hmm. they want to do, like run your business, do it, take over the yeah. world. but like Or be eat.
2: there for your family yes, or your 20 yes, year yes. younger fiance. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I worry about that too. Oh, I'm like, oh my gosh, so, you know, I'm, t- I'm 20 years older than she is. So it's like, I got to take care of myself <laughs> as I eat my Debbie cakes.
1: <laughs> yeah. You guys need to be able to go off into the sunset still like at the same energy level for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are not kidding. T- <laughs> Tiffany, this has been Really, super interesting now, I have to ask you, are you ready for the what up wingnut round? Yeah, let's do it. What would the hashtag on your tombstone be a hundred years from now? Oh. <laughs> hashtag curiosity I love it, I love it. I love it. All righty, You're stuck on a deserted island, but you can have your one favorite food forever. What is it avocados? Oh, nice. Nice choice. Lots of vitamins, vitamin C, potassium. Mm -hmm. Yes. Lots Mm -hmm. of fiber. Mm -hmm. Uh, EFAs. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Last but not least, please recommend a book that's impacted you either personally or professionally. I already did recommend The Body Keeps the Score. Do you have another one?
1: Yeah. Um, You know, one that's like really, I would say one that's impacted my life is uh, The Four Agreements.
2: Oh, good one. I love that book. Yeah, Yeah.
1: It's like when I understood (laughs) that not to take things personally and other people's stories were not my own that I had to embrace, changed my life, changed how I did everything, looked at everything. And I still it's one of those books I read initially in my early 30s. You know, I'm in my mid 40s now and I use it daily. I come back to it daily. So that's
2: the one. Thanks for that reminder. It's been a while since I've read that book. And I, I could use another, another go around with that. It's the Four Agreements. I forget the author. Do you remember the author? Um, Miguel Ruiz. Thank you. Well, look at you. Mine like a steel <laughs> trap. I'll have what she's having. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany Cagwin, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your wisdom. Can you please tell the audience where they can go to find out more about you? And we'll call it a day.
1: Okay. Well, thanks for having me. Um, My website is the best place to go. It's sort of the foundation of everything uh, where you can find me. So it's just my first and last name, TiffanyCagwin.com on there. You could read more about my story, my programs. Um, you can book a consultation call with me, a discovery call. Um, I'm leading a yoga retreat to Costa Rica in April. So that is, is on the website and then all my socials, of course. So, and I have a blog and you know, all the things. So that's the best place to get in touch.
2: What if you've never done yoga? I'm, I'm about as flexible as a two by four. Can you still go to the yoga retreat? <laughs>
1: Those are the best yogis. I love yogis <laughs> who haven't done yoga before. Absolutely. You know, I honestly, I've had people who I'll be honest, like they come to yoga retreats and then they like hardly do the yoga and they get a lot out of it. And it's, it's brilliant. Whatever happens is fine. It's where I take people. Well, I've gone other places, but where I'm taking people back to is this place in the Osa Peninsula in Costa Rica, which is a blue zone. Mm -hmm. And literally, if you just showed up and did nothing but laid in the hammock and walked the beach, you would experience (laughs) profound healing. So, but yeah, I mean, it's all levels. It's all ages. They're just an opportunity to actually, it's one of those vacations where you actually feel better after. Like you don't need a vacation after the vacation
2: because you feel really restored. <laughs> so so I can be that student that just naps in the hammock all yeah. day by the beach. Sold. Yes. <laughs> yes,
1: you'll be doing yoga just by doing that. You can just be sounds- like, I'm just meditating all day. I'm very enlightened.
2: <laughs> exactly. I am so in touch with my higher power on this hammock. here. <laughs> all right, Tiffany, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to this episode. I do hope that you found it helpful, motivating, inspirational, and uh, that you'll take some of these steps and advice to just do some small changes in order to live a, a healthier and better lifestyle. And of course, if you want that deep dive, if you want your your stomach explored, <laughs> your poop probed, I, don't, I honestly don't know how she does it, but do you want some more information, head on over to our our show notes at wingnutsocial.com. You can check out the links for Tiffany Cagwin and also the tips for the phone that she mentioned for the blue lights. There's some recommendations in there for some blue light glasses to help you out with that. And um all of all of the information that you'll find on the show. And of course Information about our marketing agency, wingnutsocial.com. If you need help with your social media marketing for your interior design firm, and maybe you're a newer designer, you might want to check out our Wingnut Academy with our very first flagship course, Instagram for Interior Designers. It is flying off the shelves. Um, It's digital, so it's an unlimited amount, but still flying off the shelves and it'll run out someday. just kidding. That comes with a Facebook support group. If you have any questions at all on the, the theory for the strategies, the course, anything as the algorithms change, whatever you have in there, just ask us in the course that question and uh, Wingnuts will be standing by with your answer. So go check that out at Wingnut Academy at wingnutsocial.com. And that is it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much. Oh, we are remodeling the kitchen. I don't know if you guys heard that. I, I did want to say <laughs> during the episode, if you heard it, the occasional saw or drill, we are we are redoing the kitchen. Anywho, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to check us out on YouTube designed by Wingnut Social so you can see me, see our guests, see my whole background of action figure baby dolls, <laughs> as my fiance likes to call them. Um, yeah, I'm weird. Am I a nerd? Sure. Am I being me? Yeah. Also, yes. get out there get uncomfortable and be great we'll see you next time you've reached the
1: end of this episode of designed by wingnut social but that's only the first step into accelerating your business the wingnut way head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 786-206-4331 to see how we can help take your business from meh to amazing we'll see you on the next episode of designed by wingnut social your digital marketing tightly fastened
2: Are you a stressed out business owner and want to start taking better care of yourself, but not exactly sure where to start? Well, today's guest, Tiffany Cagwin, is going to help us out with all of that. So as I put down my Diet Coke and eat my little Debbie cake, (laughs) we'll get ready for the show. (laughs) And try that again. Hey, are you a stressed out business owner and want to start taking care of yourself, but not sure where to begin? Well, today's guest, Tiffany Cagwin, has us covered. Has us covered? Has it covered? Has her helmet hair. Not her, me. Hey, are you a stressed out business owner and want to start taking better care of yourself so you can speak for a living with your veneers? Hey, are you a stressed out business owner and want to start taking better care of yourself so you can take care of your business, your family, and, you know, have a healthy, fulfilling life? Kind of important. Well, today's guest. (laughs) Um... Good boy, Mango.